You're listening to Biz Souls, the business podcast with an edge, hosted by me, Rona Lewis, and Jeffrey Hansler. Tune in for perspectives and discoveries about the changing world of business. It's time to connect to the heart, soul, and humor of how business gets done. Okay, today on Biz Souls, we're back. We're back. We're, we're back, back for another back. fun time. On, having a good time. On Bissells. We love Bissells. We're, we're using the same setup we did last time, so we're checking things out. By the way, I didn't point out that my uncle did that painting behind there. He also made the frame. So that's things called. 1948. I know. And it holds up because it's the ocean, and the ocean doesn't really change that much. <laughs> exactly. Saying, it's the ocean. And it's been many places, and I'm happy it's ended up here. Okay. So, um, you do, know what? Wait. Do, what do are we need... ta- What? What? <laughs> I'm all stressed because we can't get this straight. Um, do we want How are to you today? This? I'm good. Here, we you know we always try to say our tagline sometime during the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we've forgotten. So uh, do you want to say it? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, uh, we get to the heart and soul of business and the people that make it happen with Biz Souls. So we're welcome back. I'm exhausted already. From I am that. exhausted. That was such, what a hassle. I know. <laughs> Other than that, how are you doing, Rona? I'm, I'm, I'm a little stressed, and it's a good thing because today, that's what we're talking about. That's right, right. She's a tr- Yes. She's very, very stressed. I'm, I'm stressed about stress. And, you know, I'm laughing because we, we make these little names of each podcast. So this is good stress, bad stress, no stress, no, no good. And I keep thinking of Dr. Seuss. One fish, two fish, red fish. Well, that's blue. exactly what I was thinking oh, when I wrote it. Oh, my goodness. Great minds. I love gross, Dr. Seuss books and great. Look, look, there's good stress, there's bad stress, and mm-hmm. having no stress is no good because the only people that don't have any stress are dead. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> da, da, da. Yeah. Everybody's got stress all the time. We may not know it, but we do. Yeah, and we exactly. Do. Yeah. How do you get rid of your stress, Rona? Drugs and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Thank God our, my parents are not around here. For our, younger listeners, for, our young, uh, right. for our younger listeners. For our younger listeners. Meditation, journaling, uh, exercise, all that right, kind of right, stuff. Right, right, right. How'd that sound? Uh, yeah, it sounds like a lie. She throws darts at a dartboard, and my picture is on it. And, oh, that one, yes. Uh, yeah, that uh, one. Um, and he has no nose yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because she's a good shot with darts. Don't play darts with her. She's a great shot. Yes, um, yes. and I and I knew I was a great shot because when I was a kid and my, I was very young. My my brothers uh, annoyed me, and I threw a shoe at my brother, my oldest brother Mark, and I broke his nose because my aim is so good. So evidently, I have a thing for noses. <laughs> yes, you do. Fortunately, noses and earlobes continue to grow through your lifetime, so my nose will eventually grow back. Yeah. In the meantime, let's deal with Rona and her issue of violence. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm working exactly, on it. Exactly. I'm working exactly. on it. Exactly. So our main action point. Let's you know. Right. Let's get back on track because we digress. Yeah, as always. <laughs> Stress is a powerful point or part rather of, of of human nature that's that's how we we move forward in either a good way or uh, a bad way and so we need to harness that power for good instead of evil you know we don't we don't want to be a victim to it absolutely not we want to take advantage of it and want to uh, use it to whatever's good yeah so um uh we're going to talk a little bit about the um in about the current situation with stress. Mm-hmm. We can talk about some of the impact, the, some of what, our ability to what handle What current it. situation? I can't imagine what might be going on that would stress Yeah, really, us I out. don't know what's going on either. <laughs> I don't watch the news, therefore I don't know. No, I, anyway. uh, we're going to talk a little bit about history, and then we'll also get into definitions. And then we're going to talk about um, using stress uh, as a harness superpower, I guess, if that's a favorite word everybody likes to use. It's, uh, it's, well, I like to use it. You don't, you don't like that word, do you? No, as a superpower, no, I think it's overused. Uh, what's your superpower, really? Getting out of bed. Okay. <laughs> well, and, and the fact, you know, we'll go more into the fact that there is bad stress and there is good stress. So yes, we're gonna and we're going to focus on good stress and harnessing its power. And then, the as usual... always, tips, and, tips and, and techniques and ideas that we can throw at you so get your brains working mm-hmm. so you can come up with your own and you can become master of your own destiny and no longer master of be, the free, be afraid of death. Of, of stress. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Evidently, <laughs> I'm dealing with someone from the Deep South now. So great. All right. All right. So we have some some facts we that do. we want to share. We do. I get to read them because I love All facts. All right. Go do you want to read them? No. I, now, I'm no, now I want you to read them. Okay, good. Because you're annoying me and stressing me out. So go ahead. All right. So this is an article by the American Psychological Association. I'm going to put it over here. That way I'm kind of looking at you. Psychological Association. And um, they did a huge study uh, survey after COVID-19 pandemic. It's been going for a couple of years. That was a dog. It my, didn't... my dog is sitting right below me, and I think he bonked yeah. his head. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Roscoe. Anyway, um, here's, the, here's the study. Two years after the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a global pandemic, inflation, money issues, and the war in Ukraine have pushed U.S. stress levels to alarming heights. Yes. Top sources of, top sources of stress yes. are the rise of prices on everyday items due to inflation, like gas, energy, groceries, that's cited by 87%, uh, followed by a supply chain issue, which people are worried about getting the things they need, that's 81%. Global uncertainty, 81%. Russia's invasion of Ukraine is only at 80 So people are oh, more only. worried about their supply chain than they are about their... You know. Well, wouldn't you be? I mean, it's uh, people are, are naturally selfish. What's in it for me? I need to know. I have food. I have I have shelter. Russia can, you know, Russia and, and, and Ukraine are horrible. Yeah. And, you know, they're not going to. Yeah. And that goes to um, the fear of cyber attacks and, and uh, nuclear threats. Retaliation. It's only 80 percent. Again, and again, it, and, and supply and, chain uh, issues exceed. Well, and, you know, every, nuclear... we are concerned more of what, what's going on in our country than, than what's going on over there. Bottom line is everything is 80 percent. These are 80 percent or more of what our thought processes are. So naturally, stress is pervasive in our bodies and our minds, whether we realize it um, or not. And, you know, two thirds of, uh, of people say that their life has been forever changed by by COVID, Ooh, you know. so they're already saying, "Oh, I'm a victim of stress now yeah. for the rest of my life." Is that what they're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, pretty much. They don't, you know. Do they, you think they believe that, or are they just? Don't I think I think they're they're kind of in the moment, and that five years from now, it may be a little bit different. That's just my my thought, and you know, um, there's that. And I'm going to move on to the physical aspects of of stress. There are tons of physical aspects. And just doing an, an overview between uh, 47% of people are less active than they wanted to be since the, the pandemic because we've come across bad habits and not everyone, you know, we couldn't go to gyms, we couldn't do anything. And everybody starts out, oh, I'll just do push-ups and work out at home. Then they get lazy and, oh, yeah, I'll do something after I watch this show and after I have this glass of wine, which is why 53% reported experiences experiencing undesired weight changes, which pretty much means everybody got fat, everybody gained weight. Uh, you've heard of the freshman 15. I think this was more like the pandemic plumping. <laughs> pandemic plumping. That's the right, pandemic yeah. plumping. The pandemic plump out. <laughs> That's good. That's great. We're rifting. Uh, anyway, wonderful. and more stress things... We couldn't see loved ones, you know, parents who are, who are right. older and, and people who are at, at, at risk. And, and a lot in this. Well, and that, that was, that was tragic. So for some people that they, they couldn't be there when their parents died. Yeah. I, I couldn't go to my, I couldn't go to my mom's yeah. funeral. Uh, my mom died at the very beginning in March of uh, 2020. Now, she was 92. So, you know, she had a good run and it was from. I think double pneumonia, not from, from COVID, at least that's what they're telling me. Um, so it's, you know, that was, was really disheartening because I couldn't travel back to New York to go to the funeral. My, my brother, we, we had a zoom funeral. So it was, it was, it was pretty tough. Yeah, probably and, pretty lucky my dad didn't die during the uh, pandemic. He died before because if he had, he'd go, it's party time, <laughs> gather everybody. Right. He was pretty much like, okay, let's have fun. Right. So uh, we've got a lot of bad stress. Yes. And that's what we're focused on, bad stress. Um, nearly 70% of the Americans are feeling stressed during the day now. Constant stress, 70% mm -hmm. of the people. 7 out of 10. Mm -hmm. 70 out of 100. And I think more 700 are... out of 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mr. Math. 
He likes those zeros. Yeah, it's and I personally think that that there are are people who have that toxic positivity. I'm going to be positive no matter what's happening. I'm going to be positive if it kills me, and that's what what's happening. They're they're swallowing their emotions, and not admitting to being stressed and and, and feeling their feels. You know, right. So I think it's actually much, much higher and. Today's a bright, beautiful, lovely day, and everything's going to be perfect. Oh, look at the unicorns and butterflies and yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Let's concentrate for a little bit on bad stress. Okay. Okay? We're all on edge. We're all insecure and and unsure, defensive, paranoid, and exhausted. I'm pooped. I'm kablunt. I'm I'm, I'm verklempt. Verklempt, that's it. Okay. And yeah, these are are words that, that people use and more. Well, from a business standpoint, pint, pint, from a business standpoint. We need a pint right now. That was a slip. From a business pint. That'll be, that's Um, that's after five o'clock. Yeah, okay. Look, everybody's feeling less productive right Mm -hmm. now because what happens is your your rhythms are off. Part of it is good because you're going through innovation. Part of it's just due to stress though. And that's that's what's hurting you and it's not helping you Mm -hmm. in any way. We have a whole list of things that are affected. Yeah, by stress. Yeah. Bad stress. We just talked about it at the last podcast. What was it? Innovative thinking. Yeah. Innovative thinking, creative thoughts, and business success overall. If you're if you're stressed, you you don't think as well. You get more more brain fog and you can't see, you know, all the options available to you. And there's there's engagement. There we're, we're so into our own heads and our own doom scrolling thoughts that our customer service goes out the window and caring about other people. Empathy goes out the window. Uh, what else? Well, empathy, understanding, we don't have time. We then come, uh, it becomes a cycle where we're uh, upset by the time it's taking mm-hmm. to deal with this. And mm-hmm. so therefore it's going to slow us down more. And therefore we get more stressed, we get more excited and, and we get on these runs. And I think right now society is on a stress run where they're starting to spiral into a deep stress loop and they're not dealing yeah. with things. Well, and that, that's part of why the uh, great resignation is is happening. They are they they want something better. They're they're tired of of feeling like that. So that's why job retention is is on the list of of the areas that are affected by by all the all the stress that's uh, going on. So I'm going to digress a little because ideas have been popping into my head. So Uh-oh. the first one when we talked about stress and and time and people being stressed. So one of the things popped in that I want to talk about a little later is procrastination because I get a positive rush with procrastination, only that's a trained philosophy. It's like a mental philosophy. And then you just talked about people of the great resignation. I think people are right now saying, look, I'm going to make a decision. I'm not going to be involved in business. I'm going to exit from the business for for just what you said, which was I'm overloaded and I'm stressed and I need to get away. Mm-hmm. I think, though, they're going to come back. Because I think when everything else Just starts getting warm, <laughs> I think that we'll be coming back. And I think we're going to have this. It, it will lead to something good. Anyway, we got to stay on the bad stuff. I'm sorry I digressed for that. I just didn't think I could hold the thought long enough to make it to the next section. Because he was so excited. I was And that's excited. good stress. Yes, that's that was a good, good stress. stress. We're okay. going to get to that in a minute. All right. Bad stress affects, I, I said this earlier, physiology. Yeah. Um, you know, body, mind, spirit, the, the whole thing. Mental health. What you eat, we, we when we're stressed, we want salt, we want sugar, we want carbs, and those are all the things that are that are bad for us that contribute to an inflammatory response in the body. Sleep. I'm not a good sleeper anyway, and I, I have, I didn't, I never thought I would be one to have chronic. What is it? Uh, chronic uh, in the inability to sleep, and I'm blanking on the word. This is what what happens when you. Uh, insomnia. Thank you. That's the word. Thanks for your help on that one, Jeffrey. <laughs> You're welcome. Glad I could be here. I'm your rock. Just rely so, on me. So I am. Trust you know, walk. I, I got you. That's, that's right. So I'm. You know, I I I, uh, I just went to the Natural Products Expo a couple of weeks ago in, in in Anaheim, and I'm going. What do you have to help sleep? What do you have to help sleep? So CBD, melatonin. You know, I'm I'm trying all the the natural things besides someone you know clonking me on the head, which you have tried and missed because I'm pretty you know, quick, pretty quick. I don't like to take regular medication. You know, I'm not, not like I'm like a Christian scientist. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, I will take drugs when I, when I need to. I just feel really icky in the morning when I take drugs. And I, um, 
And sometimes even if I just do the natural things, I just sleep for for two or three hours and then I'm up, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then then I read, I'll watch TV, I'll do, you know, and then I go back to bed again. So I don't, I may get five or six hours altogether sometimes, most of the time three, three or, or four hours. Napping is great. I try to nap that, that sometimes. So anyway, it affects your mood. When you're stressed, you can be really cranky and there's misplaced anger and you can snap at people. Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, I've never experienced that from Rona. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yes. He's always so pleasant to work with. <laughs> I'm an angel. Yes, it's Rona that's always the one yeah, snapping I'm, and barking. That's right. I'm the bitch on wheels. You know, my, oh, okay. my, my big one here, my big one here is it's really sad is animals, um, uh, children, spouses. Mm-hmm. So when people are stressed, they, they, they pick on the very things that we need to protect. Right. And, and, and by spouse, I, you could be male or female, whoever's the strongest one in the relationship, they, they have, that you have to care for the other one. And animals, they're the, the most cuddly things in the And children, children don't even know. Your dog. Who he's doesn't over there. Leave. He's over there, right? Oh, he's over there now. <laughs> he didn't want to get stepped on. You know, I had, a, I had a girlfriend for a while, believe it or not. And she's allergic to cats. So and when the cats died, I didn't get new cats. And then, you know, and then girlfriend left and I have a cat. And then and good cat. That's yeah. never going to happen again because the cat's going to win out I from agree. now on. There's I no agree. choice. Animals first. For me, yeah, I'm a crazy cat person. Yeah. So, when, anyway. when, when people say, oh, so-and-so didn't like my animal, so I gave him away. Are you crazy? Yeah. I, oh my a, God. I couldn't do that. If someone loved you that much, they will take you animals and yeah. all. And that is not an opinion. That is fact. Yeah, that, it, that is just my opinion as fact. Yeah. And while I was looking at this, I was thinking of, of It's a Wonderful Life with um, uh, Jimmy Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, George Bailey played mm-hmm. George Bailey. But remember when he lost it at the end mm-hmm. and he started yelling at everybody mm-hmm. and the next thing he did, he threw himself, got drunk and threw himself off the bridge. That may solve some of the stress problems. People just take the George Bailey way and, and I doubt that. And then have players. an angel that, that he actually, he actually doesn't, he jumps off the bridge to save someone who ended up to be his angel. Watch the movie. Oh, his angel jumped in the way. That's right. He was going to jump because he I know he it's right. Responded. That's why I said it. Oh, that's right. How many times have you seen that 97. movie? 97. I've seen it a lot of times. It's, yeah. it's a great, great movie. Yeah. So basically what what Jeffrey is trying to, to say in a long-winded way is that our patience wanes very quickly when we are overly stressed. Yeah. You know, um, and we don't have patience for people or things or or animals who are slower than than we are. It's not, it's not happening the way the way we uh, we wanted to, and there are there are a lot of factors that that influence. Did you want to make a point before I move? No, on? no, no, okay. no. That you're getting to the point I want to make. It, it, where we're talking about our our state of mind influences things. So we're talking about bad stress now, and you can focus on the on, on one side of this to help you. Well, and when you're in good stress, mm-hmm. when we'll talk about good stress later, you can also tap into these. So we just thought we'd bring these up now. Optimism versus pessimism. Pessimism. Yeah. Boy, Optimism did versus you just pessim- give me the, your disease? Yes. <laughs> pessimism, where we go after bugs. <laughs> Optimism and pessimism. Holy yeah. macro. So we're hardwired. We're hardwired for negativity. Right. Our brains are designed to focus on negativity. That's how we stayed alive. Mm-hmm. If a good thing's happening, a bad thing's happening, we'll focus on the bad thing. Yeah. It's like actors who read... Um, who read reviews, you know, Broadway actors, they will get 37 reviews if there's one bad, that's what they'll focus on. That's what they focus that's what, that's how we're hardwired. Yeah. Be aware of that. If you're in bad stress, you want to focus on trying to find things that make you right. optimistic. Right, flip the situation, exactly. You know, we have to ask ourselves, okay, you know, t- take a step back, breathe, and realize, and this absolutely comes with, with practice because it's not easy to do, realize you are reacting to what's going on instead of acting because of a thought process, right. you know? And, you know, how can you make lemonade out of lemons? What can we do to make this better as opposed to, holy crap, you know, and then you just kind of freak out. Yeah, you, we don't have say in this, our, our choice of it. It's how you were raised. Yeah. So if you were raised by optimistic people, uh-huh. that has an impact on how you look. If you were raised by people that were constantly stressed or constantly worried about it, you have a tendency to carry that stress forward. Mm-hmm. And it can still drive you, 
because people that grew up in an, uh, an area where they had stress and money problems, those people often became ultra rich. And and, and, and they're still it. stressed about not having enough. Yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, and that's um, a bad thing. We were just uh, we were just watching the dropout about uh, Theranos, and you know you, you see her 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 background and how her mom she went through a real. I'm not going to give it away because it's a it's actually a a great series. Uh, something affected how she saw the world and had to win and and was stressed no matter how much she had and that's why you know she had that um, you know she did what she did because of her need and that that kept that that stress all the, all the time and she swallowed it and it made a huge difference yeah um, in her uh, later life and, and even you know even social media. Now, everyone, we get, A, we do doom scroll, which, which doesn't help. And then we look at everybody else's life and everyone tries to be funny and cute and, and creative on, on TikTok. And we think, oh, their life is so much better than mine. They're lying. You have seen their life in 30 second in increments and you don't see what's on the, on the other side of the camera. It's like looking at pictures in, in Vogue or some of the fashion magazines when you don't really see how much they manipulate the bodies. There have been several stories out of uh, social media people that have gotten, you know, they're bullies. They, well, not oh, sorry. not just the bullies. Uh, yeah, they're well. That's a negative part of stress, yeah. and that's some uh, social media people. They're doing well on top of their game, and then end their life. Mm -hmm. You know, or don't go do something crazy because uh, they're you. You got to be centered anyway. That's a whole different podcast. We want to get on that. We're just talking about stress right now. He just throws out ideas, which is awesome. And most of the time, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Well, and that's what makes it fun. It's sort of related. I just couldn't relate it all the way. And I'm sorry. That's okay. And I did digress on that. Just a, a little thought that did come up. Mm -hmm. So in the old days, you know, they used to hit a pillow. That was popular in psychiatry right. for a right. while. Hit a pillow, a pillow and really stress. That actually does the opposite. It ingrains a violent behavior to that. And so you shouldn't do that. Hmm. Uh, so you shouldn't hit pillow. It's about talking about it. It's about putting can you scream it in words. Into a pillow? It's about you can scream into a pillow. It's just okay. that, that, that action no hitting. of that violence. No like hitting. your mother Maybe. said, don't hit. Don't hit. You can poke somebody's eye out. That's right. Okay. Um, so, oh, I want to, one more thing. Okay. When, we, when people talk about stress, they usually go to the point of talking about burnout. And a really interesting thing is it's actually a medical condition. It's uh, science what, of the, uh, or uh, the burnout. burnout. The, uh, the, the WHO, the World Health okay. Organization, it um, came out with the, the fact that feeling overwhelmed to a point of to total burnout isn't just a normal byproduct of stress that can, can be you know, alleviated with meditation or morning yoga. It's an actual medical condition. So if you really feel burned out and can't fight your way back, that's when you need to get it checked out. Get a checkup. Get yeah. Get a stress yeah. checkup. Go, go, seriously, go to the doctor and um, you know get it get it uh, checked out. All right. So we're going to do some history here because it's important and it does lead to a point that we think is affecting things now. Or at and least you I and do. you love this. I this love kind this stuff. whole yeah. stuff. Go for it. We'll call him Hansley. I've, if I'd done my homework, I'd know it. It's S E L. Hans Selye? Hans Selye, S-E-L-Y-E, -E, um, from 1907 to 1982. He's the founder of Stress Theory. So real quick, um, there was no... Gosh. Originally in the medical history, they did not see a relationship between stress and disease. Right. They were seen as two different things. And through his work and his growing up, and because of his involvement, his dad was a, a surgeon. So he's involved with surgery for a long time. A lot of pressure for him to be a medical doctor. Of so course. he had his thing of And he luck. probably wasn't even Jewish. You no, know, he had a stress. He <laughs> not going to be a doctor? There. Yeah. Anyway, he became exposed to the idea of biological stress at the University of Prague Medical School. And the idea was that stress would compound other issues. Mm -hmm. So that being sick brought stress and that stress itself would feed the sickness. And right. you could treat them differently. And so they came up with um, Sale Syndrome. Uh, Named after him. 
I know. <laughs> Something bad named after you. A general adaption syndrome divides the total response form of stress into three phases. There's an alarm reaction, the stage of resistance, and the stage of, of exhaustion. So the alarm might be when somebody hears cancer. You've got this disease, cancer, and then somebody says, oh, by the way, you have cancer. That's the alarm stage. Mm -hmm. Then you go through a stage of resistance in which you're fighting it and you're trying to be as normal as possible and do everything. And that's when you're just getting started. How are we going to deal with this? And then the third phase is the stage of exhaustion. That's where your body can't fight it anymore mm -hmm. and you relax. Unfortunately, what that does is means when you're getting the treatment, when you, you've acknowledged that you've got this and you're willing to do it, your body, your hormones are now out of sync yeah. with the solution. So the idea is you should actually take care of the three symptoms of stress before and before you start dealing with the disease itself. Mm -hmm. And there's different research on that going on in that. Anyway, he also came up and he said that there was, and this is what introduced me to him. I didn't even know about this guy until Rona found him. I did find him. And you. And she came up and with. And he went, yay, someone I could do research on. Yeah. And I love that. <laughs> he was the one who coined uh, that there are two kinds of stress. What are the two kinds of stress from that history? Well, this is what we've been talking about distress. That's the, the bad, quote unquote, kind of, of stress. That's what we think of when we're stressed and overwhelmed. And it's it includes all the physical, emotional, and behavioral reactions. And understand, every person is different. Every body is different. You're not going to see the same stress reaction from one person to the next. And a lot of people hide it. A lot of people let it out. I'm one of those people that let it out whether I want to or not. I'm just I can't play poker because you can tell when I'm, when I'm stressed. And then there's the good kind, you stress. And that's... And that, that's spelled... E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. -E As opposed say, you to... you stress, Y-O-U. Yeah, like you stress me out. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and that's, the, that's a positive stress. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about in, in, in a second. It's the excitement, the fun stuff that keeps us going and the risk-taking, the, the roller coaster rides, uh, fun challenges, getting up for, for work since this is a business podcast, getting a promotion, first day at work, getting a chance to prove your worth at you know, work, getting an, an, an extra assignment, whatever it is. This is good stress because you know, think of the emotion you have with it. It makes you happy. It gives you joy as opposed to bad stress, which gives you agita. <laughs> right, right, right. So the minute she wrote this down, I'm thinking of Gomer Pyle, and it, for those of you that are old enough, Gomer Pyle was like, uh, surprise, 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 surprise. So Gomer Pyle was all about good stress. And his sergeant, who I can't remember his name, was all about bad stress. I wasn't born. He was all just, he was always stressed out. He was always worried about what was this going to be? And Gomer's just like, it'll all work out, sergeant. It'll just be great. If you, I, I think it's on TV land. It might be on TV it, land. Who knows? It was great. I, I couldn't take much of it. He'd sing too. And people loved his voice, Jim Neighbor's voice. They thought it was great. Bad stress wears you out, leaves you jittery, harmful to your health. Mm -hmm. Bad stress can be short term or long term. Yeah, because it's, acute yeah, it's or chronic, or chronic stress. Or yeah. chronic. Right. And acute stress doesn't take a heavy toll on your body if you find ways to relax. So that quick stuff. This is where you're getting an amygdala response, you know, fight, flight, or freeze. Mm -hmm. So that's the amygdala. The chronic stuff is where you've got a longer duration of that stress, and it begins to, and I've got it somewhere it, it, in here. It begins to, to wear on you, and chronic stress is usually low level. You may feel a little bit anxious, and you don't know why. It's, it's, it's pervasive in your everyday life. It's just there and that begins to uh, affect your uh, adrenal glands and um, your lymph um, nodes start to go nuts and they they get an inflamed re response. It affects your your brain, you know, things like that. So did you want to add to that? Yeah, it, it's uh, Selvis had said that that chronic stress is where you get the three reactions: the alarm reaction, the stage of resistance, and the stage of exhaustion. Right. That's the chronic yeah. stress. Reaction. I actually teach stress, which is why I was so stressed about or uh, the uh, stress release different ways of it and that's why i was stressed about doing the podcast because i wanted to come up with something different and yeah and i was trying to get her to say you know i'm stressed i'm fatigued 
which is um, who's the actor uh, Giamatti? Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti in, in Negotiator. We're watching that, which is by a, a very well written film. And one of these days, when you talk about negotiation, we'll talk about all the subtleties of negotiation they built in that film. It was great. Anyway, Paul Giamatti said, "I'm stressed, and you know it makes you fatigued. And I'm just fatigued before the guy drags him out in handcuffs and put a gun to his head." Anyway. Uh, and if you had said that faster, we would have to slow down the podcast. <laughs> that was a good quick story. All right. Look, Basically, stress becomes a problem when it starts to take over your, over your life. And the key to dealing with it is to identify what those bad stressors are and come up with healthy ways of dealing with them. Yeah. And I'm going to throw media, a little media, I'm going to throw them under the bus here because I have a bit of a bone to pick with them. And, it, and it's not Even though we are media. actually on media right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they're making a big issue by focusing on the stress in the world. Now, yes, we should do reports. Yes, we should check things out. The only good stress the media ever talks about is when they talk about comedy or sports because they talk about teens. So that's kind of good. That's roller coaster stuff. Comedy, a little truth, a little stress. And I think they're exasperating and they're, and they're saying you, you shouldn't have stress and that you can, you can actually be violent with stress. So I think people are, are losing it. They're, people are getting they're, offended. They're going, you mean going postal? They're, they're getting offended by anything, and they feel that that can lead to physical violence. And mm-hmm. then they're also are, are promoting people hurting each other. I mean, it's and I think they're doing it. I think media does it because they want to create a dependency on media, and mm-hmm. fear creates dependency. I think they're also doing it for political divisiveness, and that it's not necessary, but that political divisiveness, again, gives them power and mm-hmm. profitability. And I think it's profitability at the expense of humanity. There was a time when I, the media journals felt that their message should make the world better. Uh, there are a few, some journalists that still do that, and they're just getting ignored right now. It's, right. The, it's, the, it's the, sorry, Jerry, you know, I know you capitalized on it. It was great, but the Jerry Springer show mm. just got trashier and trashier and trashier, and they made a fortune. And that's when I think media discovered, oh, hey, we can play with the dark side. Uh, and it is the dark side. Well, that's, forgive me if you watch, you know, any of, it, Fox News was the one that uh, started it. And then even CNN and, you know, everyone's really taken sides. And if you watch the opposing views, not I'm not taking a, a view, I'm, I'm, I'm saying both sides are, are guilty of this, that it, it stresses you out to hear the other side. <laughs> not taking a side. Fox News is where it started. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, many crazy. But there, no, there's um, what was that uh, movie with the, the with the, the with the blondes um, and Roger, what's his name? Uh, who would, uh, I don't know. I can't remember. But that's that's where I got it from. I got it from the movie because they uh, he was the the first one who who, who said I I want to take a stand. I don't want the media to be impartial anymore. So that's where I got it from, not, uh, okay. not from, from mine. Uh, okay, so it, it doesn't come from CNN has just just lost any credibility with media. Like, no, I think yeah, and that's and that's the whole point. You know, right. it's it's everyone has has taken a stand. So let's, let's get off this we and let's let's talk about how to recognize the good stress. I I talked a little bit about it. How we feel happiness and and joy, excitement, fun, anticipation, and this kind of use stress helps you meet your daily challenges. It, it motivates you. It, it ultimately makes you a, a happier and healthier and smarter person. Good stress is, is needed to balance out everything else. You know. Well, look, we've talked about stress as being, when you're stressed, you're often overwhelmed. It's a complete bodily reaction, emotional reaction. We, the ways to address it in good stress and the ways to tell about good stress is through your body, through your mind, how you're reacting, everybody's doing. Good stress makes you more aware. It keeps you up. You know, it's, it's, you're on high alert in, in a good way if you're excited about something. So it helps you absorb information, which leads to increased productivity. Well, it's, it shows you have a heart. Right. I mean, if you care about things, you know, having stress, you, you feel it in your heart. Your heart beats when you're excited. And having a heart is good. And having a good, healthy heart is good. And also caring about people and stress if you have empathy and understanding for people, it lowers your stress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anything new will cause stress. It's how you deal with it. And you actually have a way to, uh, a good way to deal 
with that stress, right? Well, repetition. What are you What are you talking about? Guide me to my own things that you want me um, to say at this point. Well, it's uh, skill development. Anytime you get into a situation, thing new, you'll have you'll have stress over it. The more you repeat it, the more you do it, the more comfortable you become with right. it. We're different on this podcast than we were on the first one. My stresses are completely different. They're the things that I've done repetitively. Anytime we do new, something new now, that creates a little stress and we're able to manage that. Anytime you get competent or master something, your stress reduction goes down. You're not going to be in the uh, Marines just by going in and signing up. No, it doesn't up. happen mm -hmm. overnight, which right. is, that, you know, if you're teaching leadership skills at 19. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Could be, you could be the one person in who, a million. Who teaches leadership at 19? No, I'm exaggerating. Oh. I'm a little comedy. You've got, you've got people doing all over the internet. Yeah, right? that's true. I'm going to teach leaders how to act and how do you run your company because I'm, because you've a never microphone. been in business. I have a microphone. In your life. Yeah. Anyway, look, experience does count for something. And else. you know, I'm gonna go back. That I'm gonna uh, add to that point and have a uh, don't. I don't remember the word that I wanted to say because I'm stressed because I want to say, you know, we we're not discounting younger people because we, we just said how that uh, in the in the last podcast how they have all kinds of innovative ideas and when they get so excited that ooh, you know, I can code so I can be a CEO of a company. You know, it's just like, uh, again, going back to the dropout. She, she dropped out of uh, Stanford to run this because she needed to be a CEO. You have to try things. You have to learn things. You have to, sometimes you need to go through the process to at least get an idea of what's needed. You can disrupt it as long as you know kind of how to do it, you know? I think she dropped out of Stanford. I wouldn't doubt if they found out she was going to get kicked out of Stanford. I just there's well you have to watch. I don't think you just, watched that. I didn't know. Well, I couldn't because I followed it in the news yeah. with it, and I just I some of the things that were coming out on it. I just they just didn't sing right to me. Yeah, and because and, they and didn't, they find I was out, very uninterested. They, they have some of my water, Jeffrey. Okay, stress helps you enjoy the calm because <clears throat> you know there there's a definite difference. Consider how worrying will make you more likely to appreciate when you're not worried, when you're calm, when you're peaceful, you know, when you're, when you're meditating. When I, when I get up in, in the mornings, I have sometimes more time than, than others. So I'll, I may sit for seven or eight minutes. I may sit for 20, usually no more than, than 20. And that feeling allows me to remember what that feels like throughout the day. So when I start to get harried and react to things it's um i remember that different yeah well when i go on vacation i take work with me and the reason i take work with me is because i enjoy getting something done on work i enjoy writing or reading i'm taking a book i'm doing something that's because that's how i calm down mm -hmm. and once you know and once i'm calm i enjoy it if i don't take the work i don't enjoy the good stuff as much because i get distracted i could have done this or this or this. And, um, and I'm going to call, call you on that because sometimes people stay busy so they don't have to be with themselves. And that's why a lot of people can't handle not having any kind of technology around them. It's like they, you know, they get addicted to Facebook because, you know, it's concentrated on, on outer things. And a lot of times when you go inwards, you don't always like what you find. I enjoy. Just saying. I enjoy. Just saying. I'm not I saying enjoy. you. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying. It's okay. No, right. it's good. It's good feedback, and I heard you. Yeah. So there are from, there's a study by the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health. I found this, so I actually did a little work. Yes, ma'am. You're doing excellent. I'm very proud yeah. of you. Yeah. So it was, uh, there are five dimensions of work-related stress that impact the, uh, in, an employee's levels of innovative performance. Colleague support, job autonomy, job demands, role ambiguity, what the heck am I doing, you know, and the supervisor's support. And they found that certain levels of work-related stress was good. It'll, it'll drive them and, and drive their levels of uh, innovation. I say that again? Innovativeness at the workplace. Job autonomy, job demands, and role ambiguity can exert a positive impact on their level of innovativeness because 
there's no, there's no box that they're in. Oh, I kind of have to do this. All right. I will give this a shot. I don't know if, if this is on my job description. I'm going to do it anyway, because no one said not to. And this was really interesting. It didn't matter whether or not they had a colleague or supervisor's support. If they were being innovative and they were kind of having fun with it, it was great. They loved it. So yeah. that kind of stress was was good. So I really thought that was was an, an interesting study. Excellent. And you know why I think I mentioned that leadership and, and if you're 19, you shouldn't be mm-hmm. teaching leadership skills. I think because I was processing through it because we've been through this before and I was trying to put it into place. You know, the one thing that somebody could speak on a leadership skill that was that is their experience with leadership Mm -hmm. because leadership was probably doing all the things wrong that they could have and their ear is tuned to it. They're brand new hearing, oh, you can't do that because you're 19. You can't do that for since you're, you know, you're young. And that's got to be discouraging to a person coming in the workflow. So they're talking about leadership, trying to say, this is what you should do as a leader. Mm-hmm. And and that's a good message on that stuff. And it it applies to all these things that you said. Nobody told them that they could go out and speak on that. Nobody told them they didn't need permission to do it. They just went out and did it. People that are doing those classes probably are being innovative they're probably trying to deal with their stress in a way by teaching other people how they would do it, mm-hmm. and they're really focused on it. Yeah. That's only one element of leadership, though, guys, just in case you were wondering. Yeah. Bottom line from the distress and the youth stress, it's a part of our lives. It's never going to go away, whether good things from, from work happen or bills come in. You know, a little bit of stress is always inevitable, and oftentimes it can be a good thing. Yeah. You know? So it's a natural part of our modern lives, and we want to put it to work. So we're at the tips and techniques to put stress to our work. Yep. Do you want to take the first seven? Uh, no, I don't want to take the first seven. Why don't we just Do you go? Want to, you want to go to the stress relief tips? Uh, no, you can you can jump on the first seven on All this. All right. So real quick, you bottom line over everything, you want to eliminate bad stress where you can. Learning how to say no more often is good and paring down your to-do list. Accept that you can't always be in control. This is a really hard one for me because I always try to, not always, a lot of times I try to control things that I I can't and it gets me in trouble. Doesn't it, Jeffrey? (laughs) Gets me in a little bit of trouble. Never gets you in trouble. No. Yeah. The third, think positive thoughts. Negative thoughts lead to negative behavior. And, you know, it's like... Once you start going down the rabbit hole with, with negative thoughts, if you're more than like 15 seconds into it, you keep going and going and you make mountains out of, out of molehills and that just, just causes more, more stress. So catch yourself and think of something that, and, and our brains fool us. So, so on that note, I'm a bit of a contrarian by nature. Yes, I mean, you that's are. my norm. Mm-hmm. So you say black, I want to say white. Right. You say it can't be done. I want to find a way it can be done. Linking this thought of negative thoughts and then linking it to pessim- pessimism mm-hmm. versus optimism, optimism. Mm-hmm. I have to catch myself and make sure that I, I leave that contrarian, almost pessimistic view and go to the mm-hmm. optimistic standpoint about, okay, how do we fix that? And if I do that... I can use, first of all, I can use this as a key that I'm going down the negative hole. Right. And then the second thing is is thinking of going down, bringing in optimism that shifts it. Right. And so that's how I can kind of control my background and what comes naturally. Well, and, and to your point, the next one, the next point is to get support. And that's from family and, and, and friends. And you and I catch each other on stuff all the time. And we are... <laughs> And we are, and we, and she hurls things at me. <laughs> yeah, Stop that's that. great. Stop I, that. Yeah. Find different kinds of support. No, she's never thrown. I'm just, no. just kidding. The she's worst never thing, thrown I think anything. The, the worst thing I've ever thrown at you is popcorn or something yes, like that. Yes, she did throw popcorn. She violently um, hurled it across the room. That's right. And, it's and like it slow matter, motion. It like floats. That's right. <laughs> It's like playing badminton. No matter how hard you hit it, it just doesn't go very fast. Well, and you're you're good on the big one, on the next one, which is stay fit and healthy. And so yeah. you've gotten me uh, focused back on the healthy. Look, we we're, were doing a re- yeah, we were doing a remodel, and I just I had to be here and watch what everybody's doing, and so I wasn't working out. And when I did want to work out, all the stuff I wanted to do is all packed away in boxes. So, so he didn't it's a bit of a nightmare. So I I didn't I got. Uh, I need to get more healthy and more fit. Yes, I'm yes. A and you're, of COVID. you know, little COVID. by little. Yeah, we all have our ups and downs. And look, there are days when 
you just want to sit out and have a martini. And there are other days when sometimes you need to fight it and say, I'm going to go out and, and do this. And look, and I, I and have, have this, two martinis. And have two martinis, right. <laughs> and, you know, I, um, I always think, oh, it's like self-flagellation. It feels really good when you stop. So that's what I feel like with, uh, with exercise, because I try to do something almost every day. And there are days when I don't feel like going to the gym. I was like, okay, I'll just go and I'll just do a little bit. Once I'm there, I can get myself into it. And when I'm done, I'm so happy. I literally pat myself on the back. Good girl. I'm so glad I did it. I feel, so, and I always feel so much better. And the, it, it, uh, it gets those endorphins, which are feel good hormones that help alleviate stress. And, uh, along with that are, you know, that, that is a form of relaxation for me. And that's, that's another tip to add relaxation tips throughout your day. That always does not mean having a martini or a drink after, although that is a wonderful way no, to no, relax. And you running, and I have had a drink, yeah, running, running and, any of those and, things. And walking, on, yeah. walking and taking a bike ride, all yeah. those are good. So, awesome. And then, and then the obvious one, get a good night's sleep. Which I'm trying, I'm trying. And then from, hopefully from this podcast, and if you choose to do any anything else, identify the good stress from the bad stress. Just be really present in your your body and, and your mind and realize that, all right, I'm, I'm, this is the way I am feeling and this doesn't feel good, so this is bad stress. How can I flip it? How can I make myself feel better? Well, and that's that's all that's all about self-awareness. Yeah. We keep talking about self-awareness. So your brain's not your friend. Uh, your brain is constantly lying to you. Mm -hmm. um, that self-awareness component, the, the self-deception part of your brain is a healthy thing to a certain point. Mm -hmm. The idea is you've got to increase your awareness, yeah. awareness of what's working for you and what's not working I, for Yeah, you. I tell myself stories all the time, and I get mean when I tell myself stories. And you've, you've seen that happen. And, uh, and I have to catch myself because what my brain thinks is virtually never what is true in real life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we make up a lot of stories that never, never come true. Correct. One of the other things, a uh, major thing to do is is try and be in the here and now. Right. And and that, that keeps you from worrying about the future because you can't control the future. Mm -hmm. The past has already happened. All you can do is take care of things now. Right. Another quick technique uh, is... What, writing down? Yeah, you just write, write down Write stuff down. Yeah, studies have, have shown, especially bef before you go to sleep, if you keep pen and paper. And this this works when you literally write it down, not if you put it in your in your phone or whatever. If you're worried about something, write down what you're worried in. It literally takes it from your head out of your body onto the paper and it makes it easier to to uh, sleep and it stops the that obsessive cycle so you can move on. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to really digress go with a story here because um, one of the things you can do is you start bringing yourself in and now if you, some of us play in the past and, and reliving past successes you've had. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at the golden age of 43, I did what every normal 43-year-old man Last does. year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went out and played rugby, and, and I, the guys were great. Uh, we ha uh, played for seven years with the guys. It was fantastic. I had the most fun. And then we'd get together and have a, have a, a, a poker game oh, poker. afterwards. Well, we'd have, so I, the first time they play, I don't know how to play poker. And they were playing Texas Hold'em and they were playing it. And so by the third game I played with them, we were kind of friendly. So I, they sat me down on the poker table and then they immediately pulled me off because they said, you don't know how to play poker, uh, which I didn't. And so I've, I've worked on it and I've learned and I've practiced with it. And so now... What I've noticed the entire time is my stress level. When I first sat down, it was like, what are the cards and what do you play? And now it's, okay, how is this person betting over here? And how is this person? So I'm able to focus on a much higher things because of that experience. So that's that's actually a story that relates back to what we were saying before with the with, with the practice and you can't be a Marine overnight. You have to practice. You have to practice with it. And that also yep. goes with writing down your fears. Also, along with that, write down what you're going to do about it. Mm -hmm. Write down your positive thing that you're going to do with it. Yeah, and, give, it, give yourself a target. Yeah, yeah, and be gentle on yourself. Mm -hmm. Look, everybody's in learning something somewhere. Right. And try and have more fun. All right, let's go on to the next okay. one because we could be on this forever. And uh, <laughs> I'm <Okay>. exhausted. <laughs> 
What? Rona hears the stories all the time. So this is like the umpteen time. She, she gets bored quicker. I if you got bored with that one, though, about the same time she did, send us feedback so I'll know to shorten it next time. <laughs> all right. So stress relief tip number two is just what we were saying about the physical exercise. Increase your activity because when you, and it's not like a stroll in the park, although that does help, you know, when you're out in nature, vigorous exercise diminishes stress and, and worry. You want to get at least 20 to 30 minutes worth because you get those, you know, um, oxytocin and, uh, and, and endorphins, you know, those, those kind of, uh, good feeling hormones. Yeah. And Rona's trying to make up by keeping the mic going. So anyway, let's uh, be your own best friend. That's yes, the next absolutely. one. Mm-hmm. Be nice to yourself. Find friends that talk to you nicely. Fire up the music is the next one after that. That's a great one. You know, I, I it's hard to feel bad when you're listening to fun music. Mm. I am, I'm constantly on, on Spotify looking for, you know, happy music. And there's, there's actually, I think a station called happy music. And I love that. Yeah. yeah. So. And it's, it's always fun to dance down. You listen to your headset and dance down the street. That's great. Yeah. And embarrass yourself on a regular yeah. basis that and, way. And I want to throw in that laughter. Laughter is the best medicine. G- good, uh, you know, humor produces brainwave frequencies similar yeah. to med- meditation, which eases stress. And I love to laugh. That's why I'm the funny one. And you're the one who does all the research. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. You want to go first on summary or should I go no, first? No, you go. Okay. My summary is first, get a pet. Yeah. Watch a comedy. Find something to laugh about, about yourself, and go out and work out. So that's my recommendations. That should solve all your stress problems. You should be fine. Forever. I don't even need a last point. For me, you know, as a uh, creative person, do something that makes you feel useful and satisfied. I, uh, and, you know, requires total immersion so that you are in the present moment. I don't care if it's, if you are, are cooking or cleaning out your, your drawers, Marie Kondo, your, your, um, shelves, something that, that keeps you in the moment and that, um, there's, there's no sense of time. You're, you're in a state of flow that will, uh, bring your stress levels down exponentially. Absolutely. Thank you, Rona. Thank you, Jeffrey. And uh, I feel so much better. How do you guys feel? I feel much better. I am so zen. And hopefully everybody will spend less time at Dr. Make You Feel All Right uh, Prince song. Oh, okay. And Okay, fell flat. Okay, (laughs) well, we'll end on that note. He's trying, and that's what's important. We'll we'll end on that note as we experiment. (laughs) Good boy. Good, Jeffrey. All right, I'm Rona Lewis. Do I get a treat? (laughs) I'm Jeffrey Ansler. And you've been listening and watching Biz Souls. We'll see you later. See you later. Thank you. You've been listening to the Biz Souls podcast with your hosts, Rona Lewis and Jeffrey Hansler. Did you have fun? Subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Talk to you next week.